Hey, coming up today, we have Derek and Franco, the singer and bass player from the band Classless Act. And you may know the name as these guys opened the stadium tour with Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. So we're going to talk about that, of course, and the advice that they got from those superstars. Plus their new music, Derek playing the Taylor Hawkins tribute show, how the band formed, and so much more. Stay right there. exciting so i'll let you guys introduce yourselves uh for the people who can't see yeah, so they know your voices yeah i'm i'm derek day i'm the lead singer of classless act um franco Aravante. i'm the lead bass player from classless act <laughs> yeah and so you guys also play all the instruments right is what i heard every band member can do every instrument technically <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean we definitely play more than one yeah, and you. But have you ever done that on stage where you switch off for like a song or something? Um, pretty sure you're gonna see that in the next tour. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it, is that tour already lined up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we so we played November 29, I think, our first show in Texas. Yeah. And this is a a club tour, or who's on tour with you? It's uh, we have some headline shows, and we also have uh, we we're touring with uh, Giovanni and the Harrigans. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's cool. Great, so the, so uh, this will be a smaller show than the stadium tour. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because yes. I missed you guys. I came to the stadium show. I missed because of traffic and parking. We missed you and Joan Jet, which I was kind of oh. pissed about. But you know, I'd rather see you guys in like a smaller environment, anyways. It's not. It's like I like it. I wouldn't say I like it more, but I definitely enjoy it a lot. Yeah, you know? same. Yeah, I it's a different like experience. What's that? I, I I don't like it less either. Let's make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, for you guys, it's awesome. Like to be up there with a huge crowd, but like as a fan. I want to be like really close to the band. And I was like 30 rows back in the stadium, tour, which I thought I was like, I paid more. I'm thinking 30 rows, this is, but 30 rows in the stadium tour is like, that's really far away actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So explain to me the, uh, the history of the band though, because I was confused. I was looking for uh, interviews and I think I saw one and was Slash's son originally the guitar player. No, that's, that's all wrong. That's wrong. Uh, he he used to be in the band uh, for a short period of time, and he was a drummer. Oh, yeah, but like five, six years ago. <laughs> yeah. So he was in the band, but he was the drummer. Yeah, yeah. We went through like uh, many drummers, though, and many like you know, a couple of singers before me, a couple of guitar players. It all kind of was uh, a process of uh, just get, getting the right people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you guys all mostly met through social media. You were all fans of each other. Is that how it originally started? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty much. Except for Chuck on drums, we went to see him at a show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They reached out to me through Facebook, and yeah. Franco came through Instagram, and uh, yeah. Griffin through TikTok. It's kind of like a weird, yeah. It, it, everything took his time. It's time though. You know, it, it took like two or three years to get the right lineup. You know, yeah. Yeah, and you feel like the chemistry is there now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because this album, right. I, I'm loving this album. This is the first thing you guys have recorded, right? Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Are these have these songs been around for a while though, or were they written pretty recent? Uh, we had like a whole album kind of like ready to go, and then COVID happened, and we rewrote it. <laughs> oh, okay. New songs, and because we were like more used to each other after a while, you know, and um, I don't know, it was that period of time when. You know, you, you also in COVID, you got to know yourself a little bit better and you want to say some different things, you know, and it really helped us in a way. Yeah. yeah. So before you did this, the, put this album out, obviously you, you were a band, you were together. Talk about those early days where you're just doing shows and you're grinding, like before you get the stadium tour, even before you get the tour with uh, Dorothy and Joyous Wolf, like what kinds of venues did you do like the Viper room and things? Did you do short, like little mini tours and things? Or what did you, what, what were the days like then? Yeah, we did, we played the whiskey, the Viper, all those Hollywood places. Um, but we also play in like backyards, you know, yeah. BFW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. BFW kind of gig and like, uh, yeah, I think even once maybe Saint Rock. Did we do Saint Rock? Like somewhere out in the back. I don't know. Like like little weird dingy clubs here and there. We did like a little little mini tour of like seven eight dates in Arizona and all that stuff, and it was uh, it was something for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you doing like covers, originals, or mix or? A mix. Yeah. Yeah. So is it is it Mostly. some older? Sorry, go on. No, I'm just saying mostly originals, but yeah, we'll throw some covers in there. Okay. Is it now? What are the? You had what? We only have one album, so we only have <laughs> many songs. You know? Sure, <laughs> sure. So, when in those early days when you're playing the clubs and stuff, what are the audiences like? Is it a mix, or is it a lot of older folks like me, or is are there young kids coming to rock shows? They are young kids, man. Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know. Because, uh, you know, like we, the new generation, you know, like it's, it's important for them to listen to rock, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's important for us that they listen to rock. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I want you guys to save rock for the future of, you know, the world. Like, I mean, we have you guys. We have I love Joyce Wolf. I had Nick on the show. What other uh, younger up and coming bands are, are good that you guys want to give a shout out to now? Well, um, I always love Foxy Sam. They've been around for a while, but. Uh, I always want to shout out to them because I love them. Yeah. Um, well, Thumpasaurus, we recently discovered Thumpasaurus yeah. as well. Um, um, I'm trying to like remember all the things, but I don't know. I mean, those are some good ones. Uh, yeah, Joyce is awesome. So, like, man, I, don't, I didn't even know. Like, the Darbies is another band. It's yeah, cool. another LA band. Okay. So you do do a lot of yeah. shows with these guys, like like with Joyce Wolf. Had you done shows before them, before you got the tour with them and uh, Dorothy? No, we met we met them there actually. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've known for a while. I've been fan for a minute. I've uh, but only just through passing it. Yeah. Did you uh did you get introduced to uh was Dorothy's guitarist Sam Bam Colton was he on this tour because yeah. I had him on the show. I love that guy. He's so nice. Sam is great. Yeah. 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 So there is definitely a scene in LA still with rock bands. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it always has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, let's talk about um, – now, you guys have – I guess the new album, Welcome to the Show, that I love, but is there also an acoustic version? Is it just that one song, or is there a whole full like EP coming out with acoustic stuff? It's a five-song EP coming out. and I think we released another song like last week, and all the songs are going to be released by December 16, if I'm not wrong. And yeah, it's just a small EP, five songs, five acoustics. And it's been pretty fun because, you know, like we want to show this other side of us besides, you know, playing loud rock guitar and stuff like that. We want to show you know that we are more versatile than that. And now we would do everything kind of in one take. Not, there's no processing or anything. Uh, it's like, you know, telling a different version of the same story in a way, which is nice. Uh, I mix it so I have all the tracks, you know, the rough tracks and everything. So I can, I'll, I'll, I might show them on Instagram one day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's really cool. Yeah. I noticed because there's a song on the the welcome to the show circles, which already has kind of an acoustic kind of like a Zeppelin ish feel to it. I love that song. So it's going to be more, is it going to be that one going to be on there or is that already kind of a, (laughs) that's the irony of classical side, I suppose. (laughs) But we take the most rock and roll songs and we just made it something else, which was also the beauty on it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love this album is the welcome to the show stuff is so great. Cause it's just easy, classic, like for me, it's like easy to listen to. Like, I don't have to think too much. I'm like, okay, this is just like good driving, clean your house, like rock out, sing along music. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that kind of the, the idea behind it? It's not like, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're just trying to make good rock. We just want to write whatever we, like to write pretty much we don't really put that much thought in it honestly like oh we should write something like that it's this style we just write man that's why all the, the whole album is like it's rock driven but there's a bunch of small um how do you say like uh, inner styles yeah in, inside the rock thing you know okay like example like what do you mean well we have give it to me and then you have thoughts from a dying man and those two are like rock driven, but the contrast between them is huge. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Even all that we are is a little bit alternative. It's maybe a little bit more modern, whereas give it to me, it's maybe a little more throwback kind of thing. Mm. Same with circles, throwback. Kind of they have made in hell and hunting love. Those kind of like go together in a way, mm-hmm. you know, it's more like rock pop in a way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I, I you said. All that we are, I think that that's the one that's in my head right now. Like, I, it's funny. I'll listen to this. I'll be like, one will be in my head, and then I'm like, that's the best song. And then, then I start to like one of the other ones. And that's how you know it's a good album is when you start to you know fight over your favorites. I think you guys feel the same way. Yeah, well, yeah. our favorites change a lot. I'm, yeah. I'm in the mood for like haunting one day, and then I'm in the mood for like even this is for you another day. I'm like, this is my jam. I just can't really pick one. Yeah. What is the song um, on my phone? The lyric about seeing pictures on my phone. What is that about? It sounds like there's got to be a story behind that one. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I was basically really uh, exhausted from what we, the world we live in now. I mean, it's right. Even right now we're on our phone and, uh, uh, but no, but it's just, you know, like I, one of, one of the main lyrics I could maybe sum the song up is like, um, I haven't seen you in so long spending the last year with you uh with the with each other so it's like you know i could be right next to you but i'm just doing this and so just that connection 
has been lost through connectivity. So that kind of idea. But is that, I feel like that's mostly, you guys are so young. That's got to be a majority of your life has been where people, I mean, I remember times where nobody had a cell phone, like definitely, or they didn't have ones that did all the, you know, the apps and stuff. It was just like texting or calling. Yeah, no, it's a huge part of our life and we, and, and we kind of need it too. It's kind of part of our job to use it constantly, right. but then, you know, the, the downsides cannot be uh, underestimated. I think it's really kind of desensitizing everything and like making us all like kind of lose our minds. I've been noticing lately, like people are becoming a little bit more violent. Um, and I can't describe why, but I feel like the technology is kind of It's doing easier it. to talk hate when you just can't do this and that's it. You're done. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, people are real tough on the on the internet. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. People, the keyboard warriors, they call it. Yeah. Where they just talk all this shit behind their phone and stuff. How do you guys deal with that? You must have some trolls that trolled you for, you know, opening the stadium tour and stuff. There must've been all sorts of negative comments. Uh, dude, we don't, I don't, we don't read them actually. Sure. We just learned not to, I mean, there, there have been a few, but we just kind of, and I laugh at it too. I think it's funny because I know there's, it's not real. It's not a real thing. Yeah. Like I had, you guys know the band uh, plush. Yeah, yeah. I had Maria, Mariah Formica on my show, and she was telling us how uh, they called the band her band Chickleback, and I said she thought it was funny. <laughs> like was, sometimes you got to laugh at these uh, trolls. Sometimes they're actually kind of funny. That is funny. Yeah, no, totally. I think, and if yeah, if they're clever enough, they deserve that. I, I, I read one. They were like um, ACDC from Wish. <laughs> 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 okay yeah that's pretty funny yeah funny <laughs> wish you know it's like a shitty app that sends you you order stuff online but they it's all shitty what they <laughs> that's kind of a compliment though like i think i mean it, it, to be even in the same uh reference in the same uh sentence as acdc is a compliment yeah yeah fucking dude <laughs> yeah well and you guys have uh you guys have two pretty big uh names on this album vince neal and justin hawkins from the darkness how did you get those people i would think that would be tough especially vince he doesn't do a lot of guest spots is it was it hard to reach out to his people and stuff more or less because uh we did the album at tommy lee's house you know he has a studio so we did the album there um so that was like the first connection with motley and then, we you know, we go added to the tour. So, you know, might as well just reach out and ask and see what happens, you know. Yeah. And he was kind enough to say yes. And uh, we, we all think he did a great job, actually. Wow, that's really cool. So you actually recorded some of this at Tommy Lee's house? Yeah, uh, the first half of the album we recorded because he has a studio that, you know, he books for bands to record. So we did it there, yeah. And that was before you were added to the tour? Yes. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with Tommy then? Well, we were uh, working with the producer and he suggested to go there, actually. Yeah, Bob Rock. Bob Rock, Bob Rock. did uh, Dr. Feelgood and yeah. like a couple of, um, you know, Bon Jovi s uh, singles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know Bob he, Rock. Metallica. Like, yeah, that guy's yeah. a legend. I didn't know he was. Uh, so he he produced some of this stuff? He yeah. produced uh, a few songs, yeah. Yeah, because you know when you're doing an album, you just like it's like who who will be the right fit to produce this, you know, and then you right. just go over a few names and you know you just pick one. He was agreeing, he agreed to do it because he liked it. So you know, he would have done the whole thing, but then COVID happened. He had yeah. to go back to his house. He lives not in America, so 
Like he couldn't leave. Right. He's in Canada, right? He's in Canada and Hawaii. Yep. He's back and forth. Oh, okay. That's that's super cool. So when you guys get on the tour, um, then you get, I didn't realize like because I a lot of bands will say like oh we didn't even talk to the headliners or whatever. But I heard you guys say that they uh, you did have interactions with some of the bands and they gave you some advice. What advice did they give you? Just, just keep doing it, man. Yeah, they they liked our songs. Some of them they were like most of them actually saw our show live. They were like side stage, even though it was fucking early. Yeah, and they like the show. They like the songs and everything. Uh, you know, at that time when we were playing, you know, the stadium is not packed, obviously. Um, but you know, in for us to not get disappointed in a way because we weren't. But they were like, "We love your songs, man. Keep doing it. Keep working hard." You know, that's that was for most of them. That was pretty much the gist of it. I remember like Phil Collin from Def Leppard was like, uh, "You know, just keep working." Because as soon as they finished the tour, they flew to Dallas and did some more shows and. Like you just gotta keep being present and keep working at it. And, uh, but Poison has so much shows in between the stadium tour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make yeah, insane. Yeah, well, th- those bands know about not giving up. Obviously, they went through the heyday in the eighties, and then the nineties were like so cold to them. But then they came back, and now they're like as big as ever. It's pretty crazy. Did you are you fans of Motley Crue? Like, did, and what do you what do you think about like their antics? Like, did you see the dirt and stuff like that? Like, you, are yeah. you offended by any of that? Because like, I know a lot of the younger generation is uh, not so uh, appreciative of some of the antics of some of the older people. Well, what you want to do? Not show them. It happened, dude. and you know, like it's it was different time, and you know, rock and roll is a way of living. I think in a way, yeah, and that might mutate during time so that was what they were doing back then which <laughs> but i think we could me and franco especially could relate to that movie a little bit <laughs> so you know yeah <laughs> well yeah that's what i would think i mean that there's got to be some of that stuff that still goes on a little bit maybe there's maybe it's not as crazy and maybe that's a good thing you know we don't want to, we don't want to, things to be too crazy but i don't right. think anybody can be as crazy motley crew anyways yeah yeah totally no totally. yeah so Derek, you did the, uh, tell me about the Taylor Hawkins, uh, tribute concert. That's pretty cool that you got to, to do that. Was that, were you originally supposed to do it and then you filled in for Luke Spiller or were you not even supposed to do it at all? And then filled in for him. I was not supposed to do it at all. Like, um, okay. I, I, uh, yeah, Luke just couldn't make it. And, um, so I think Tommy remembered that I like, oh yeah, like this guy, he went on tour with us and I'm sure he might know the lyrics. And so it was really last minute. And they were asking everybody, like the, they were asking some of the artists there already, like, can you do it? Can you do it? And they were like, oh, I don't know if I can pull it off. So it was, um, it was just an honor. It was insane. And it's cool to meet all, like every single one of your heroes. Mm-hmm. Like this thing. And it kind of, it kind of messes you up in a way, in a good way, in a, in a weird way. And uh, like, you kind of look through, uh, through a different lens now. What do you mean? I can't really. Uh, he didn't talk to us uh, uh, for a whole week. Yeah. Kind of, uh, <laughs> no, no, he's kidding. No, oh, man, I don't know what it is. It's like uh, I felt like a shift or something after that, and I felt like, um, you know, maybe. Uh, uh, well, I just appreciated the professionalism I saw there and the hard work everyone and like the awesomeness, the epicness they all had. So I think I just took that in very much and really wanted to. Uh, strive for that so i feel like i'm i'm working toward that more and uh yeah i'm just uh, like and it's weird like 
Like everyone is so nice. And I've heard stories about Stuart Copeland, but he was really nice. Um, um, like, you know, he's, cause he's a tough dude. He like, he will like kick people's ass and stuff. So anyway, um, but no, no, it's just weird. Like, uh, it was just cool to meet people. They're all cool. Well, not only cause, uh, you know, I've met a lot of, of my heroes too doing the show, but it's different to just, I'm meeting them and I'm doing an interview on zoom, but you're actually creating with, you're playing music with them. That's gotta be totally different than just shaking their hand. Yeah, my gosh. Oh man. Like just getting a hug from Dave is like weird. And it's just like, I, I you know, I think I was just, I, I can't believe I got to share a stage with them, but, and then, uh, at the end of the day, it's just all about showing up and uh, pulling through, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's really cool. Was that, was that when you did the show with DMC or was that something different? That was different. We played at SoFi Stadium, one of the last shows of the stadium tour. And DMC just like liked our music. And uh, um, he just wanted to like make, you know, make something happen with us. So, yeah. Uh, he's a cool guy. I had him on the show. He's so nice. Like... It's like you said earlier, like how you, you meet all these people and you hear things, but like everyone's, most of the people are super nice. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's weird. The more professional, the nicer, the, the kinder their hearts are. Yeah. Like the bigger star they are, it's like the, there's the less, it's almost less ego and, and more kindness. Yeah. I don't, I, you would think not. That's so great. Yeah. That's what I always thought too. I thought these rock stars were all like egotistical assholes and I haven't really encountered hardly any of that. And like the, the, so the biggest names like Alice Cooper is, has one of the best reputations of anybody. Everyone always swears how nice that guy is. And he's huge. He's a huge star. Yeah. To this day. I mean, oh, especially not when Halloween passed, he had, he sold out shows and big shows. So yeah, he's, he's killing it. And his production's insane. Actually, he's helped a couple of my friends. out. I never met him, but, like just helped out some friends out in Arizona. He's a really kind guy. Oh, which friend? Like, are there bands out here? I'm in Arizona myself, so that's what makes me wonder. Oh yeah, no. Um, uh, like to, just to name drop, she's an incredible artist. Taylor Saxon got to work with him. What? I think. Yeah, yeah, and like, and uh, that group. There's like a bunch of musicians out there that he was just like, ah, oh, if you want to work at this show, I'm playing like. We want to go into, you want a job? Here's a job or whatever. Or you want to open up, open up. And like, uh, he would just do that out of nowhere. It's really weird. That's super cool. Yeah. I'm not familiar with Taylor Saxon. I'll have to Google that one. Yeah. Yeah. She's up and coming and, uh, but her music is incredible. And she's in Arizona. She just moved to LA. Of uh, course. She, yeah. Yeah. That's they the always one. leave. They always, or they go to LA or Nashville or somewhere else <laughs> or New York. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, so you guys have some shows lined up. The acoustic EP is coming out. Welcome to the show is available now. Uh, anything else to promote? Uh, just go to classesac.com and check the tour dates. We might go to a city near you on this tour, you know? Yeah. I don't, I didn't see Arizona on the list yet, but hopefully. Dude, but you know, our, <laughs> oh, I know we're not man. going to Tyson. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if people watching this can check the dates because it would make a classless act would click in your mind. I think if you see us live, I think it'll make more sense. Really? So, yeah. Cause I, I'm loving the, the album. I'm, I, I really, I wish I would have seen you guys at the stadium tour, but I I'd rather see the first time being a club anyway. So I'm excited to see, I, I might have to make a drive to Vegas or LA or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we, we come out, <laughs> we come out to Arizona. Uh, we, we can too. We like to venture out yeah, probably next year. It's going to happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bring your bring Joyous Wolf. I love them, and bring a couple other bands. I would love to do like a package show. I love that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. And this tour, all out. By the way, it's uh, there's some things we're playing the whole album, and some cover extra songs, and Mm -hmm. we're doing some uh, weird stuff. Yeah, experimental things. And some covers. You said. Yeah. Yeah. Secrets, or you can you tell us what covers? I think we know them which one are gonna be because we're kind of gonna change them. We're changing them up right now. Yeah, we'll let you know as soon as we find out. <laughs> okay, very cool. I can't wait, guys. Um, and then I always end each episode. Where I like to promote a charity. Is there is there one that's near and dear to your heart? Or um, I like the uh, the Innocence Project quite a bit because it it really helps. Uh, you know, like uh, justice for inmates and stuff. Um. There's a couple of other ones escaping my head, like, um, but uh, I don't know, whatever, okay. any homelessness or whatever. You know? Yeah, I'll put the Innocence Project. I've heard of that one before. I put that website on the show notes along with your website, and uh, people could, could, should uh, definitely go check you out and see you live. Yeah, awesome. great. Okay, awesome, guys. Thanks so much. I'll let you get going. Thanks, Chuck. All right, bye bye. My thanks again to Derek and Franco from Classless Act. Check out the new album. It's really good. Uh, I really enjoy it, and I think I'm going to try to catch them on tour. I suggest you do the same. Check their website or follow them on social media to keep up. And while you're on social media, please give the show a follow if you haven't already. Your likes, comments, and shares help me and the guests out immensely. So thank you for your support, and please keep doing that. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show so that you're the first to know of upcoming episodes. I've got some great stuff planned coming up and you won't want to miss it. So thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your day and shoot for the moon.